What's up? Hello. Hi. <laughs> welcome, Myring. welcome to my wow. room. <laughs> so are you admiring clouds? Clouds in a way. True. The water. <laughs> Wait, where are you? I'm in New York. Oh. Wait, you guys could be in the same room, right? You guys could be together right now. We could be. Um, What's this pod called? Radio um, Bitch? Radio Bitch. Yeah, welcome welcome to Radio Bitch, guys. Yeah. Wow, good to be here. (laughs) Is that the name? I like that. That's a strong name. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here. Um, I'm just, so let me set the scene. I'm sitting on my bed uh, on brand, as one does. and yeah, I just I just ate a pickle, um, so I'm feeling good. Nice. How about you guys? Are you feeling good? What's going on? I'm feeling good. Sean, do you want to go first? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I have a call today. Mm. Slightly hungover because I I really committed last night to drinking a straight guy under the table. Oh uh, yeah, I was, yes. I was proud to win. He was, <laughs> he was he was stumbling a little bit by the end of the night. Wow. But I could have done, you know, I could have done maybe three more rounds and still mm. been viable today. Yeah. Well, congrats. Uh- <laughs> 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 um, yeah. What about you, Matt? How do you um, feel? I'm feeling good. To be honest, as I speak to you, I'm tracking a, a mosquito with my eyes, like all across. <laughs> it's really well, riveting stuff happening in LA right I'm now. Trying to, it's just freaking me out. He's just, anyway, no, I was up pretty late last night drinking as well. Mm. Um, I had martinis with a friend and then we called it a night. And then right when I got home, I realized we, we shouldn't have called it a night. So we just went right back into it. Um, oh, right. I, I went <laughs> right back out um, into like three or four or something. But um, nice. I was up at like eight. <laughs> So you're feeling feeling pretty good, and then I've I've been uh I guess like this is your is this like the wa- this is like the washed millennial episode where we're all like on calls and work. I guess. Well, and I you like, know I was like thinking over. about like what yeah. I wanted to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and I'm like teenage. sober and like a teenager, just like chilling. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. Oh, you guys feel like shit. That's I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're like defeated but successful. Um, yeah, the classic uh, post night yeah, out, like the right. end of a candle. Um, no, I've been, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good. I'm excited to be in this. This. In this. Whatever yeah. this is. Yeah. Radio yeah, bitch. Is it really called Radio Bitch? Yeah, it's really it's called Radio Bitch. Fantastic name. I don't know why. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's great, right? Like up in this Radio Bitch. It's super strong. <laughs> All well, I guess you could say bitch. that if you want. <laughs> I have a question. So if it's starting a podcast, yeah. the new unpaid internship. Yeah, I feel like it is. But it's the thing is, you know, like any loser can do an unpaid internship and like you can't like have a podcast that people will listen to (laughs) if you're a loser. Yeah. So it's like it's like the unpaid internship for like cool people, except like that's so cringe to say. And like, okay, honestly, here's the thing. I'm glad I drew it out of you. (laughs) Not really, though. Like it's. Really, my problem is that like I don't even listen to podcasts, and I'm like, I just don't consume this media. So like, I know about podcasts, and I know you guys have been on podcasts and have a podcast, and like I've been on your podcast, Matt. But like, did I listen to the episode? <laughs> Absolutely not. 
Oh yeah, no, that's, that's, that's another one rule is I never listen to a podcast. No, you can't unless you're just looking for like any. Actually, okay, you know, I went on. Um... I, I'm just traumatized by my gay voice, and I don't like hearing how gay I sound. <laughs> you don't sound gay. gay. Are you joking? <laughs> that's, don't joking. lie to him like that. <laughs> I was joking. He has a gay voice. This is a place for honesty and truth. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been working doing like podcast shit more than I've been doing like my work stuff now which is actually <laughs> fun but like the golden rule of like I think especially when you're making them like I don't listen to anyone's podcast I don't listen to any because I think like when you're doing your own thing the last thing you want to do is like right right be influenced other, and yeah, yeah I just, and I think that's uh I think it's super fun I don't know I think it's great Sean yeah. I feel like Sean has a take that he's been holding back I see it in tweets on, I see on, like humors what's what, your on, uh, on podcasts yeah um, I mean, I listen to them sometimes, but I, I think for me, you know, if I just need something on ambiently while I'm working, I'd rather put on like a sitcom and just listen to that. <laughs> I think, yeah, podcasts, yeah, yeah. I think podcasts need laugh tracks. <laughs> that would be a yeah, great yeah, concept yeah. for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really having don't... a laugh track. I could put a laugh track in this, but don't yeah. expect it after everything you guys say because you guys aren't that funny. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is the point of the laugh it. track. It makes yeah. unfunny things funny. <laughs> Does it though? Like, is that formula even like the laugh track? Yeah, formula, no. The, the whole idea is that like, like people are more likely to laugh if they hear other people laughing. It's like a social. Bonding. But I feel like does it, it even doesn't even apply anymore. Like the era of the laugh track had its like heyday, and like that's what's cool like, about it. I mean, but it's heyday yeah. in the yes. 50s, and then it just right. kind of like it slowly declined into the. I 90s. think about like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about laugh tracks. I think about like I feel like I don't know why. What came to mind was iCarly, which is like you guys are too old for this, but like Nickelodeon <laughs> sitcoms like are yeah. so like. It's so interesting to hear a laugh track in those and like Nickelodeon specifically has like their own laugh track that they use in every show. And like Wait, I thought I Carly- the same I Carly- cheers and like, huh? No, I Carly's Nickelodeon. God, get a grip, Sean. Good <laughs> dude. dude, it's that on Netflix now. No <laughs> excuse. Yeah, I'm, um, so, I'm so behind on 2006 <laughs> children's shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys even like hit just saying. Oh, I think actually iCarly did like a reboot and like they're on Paramount now, but that's like a whole like they made like she's like old now. Like I don't know why. Like who is watching that? I would never watch anything like that. I feel like I don't know, like the business of like having like a reboot of a especially like a children's TV show where all the characters who were once children themselves are now like 29. It doesn't make sense to me. And like Who's the target audience for this? Yeah. Other 29-year-olds? Um, your mother? <laughs> really <laughs> old guys. Parallel. Uh, yeah, perverts. Yeah, totally. I just, I think they want to reboot it because there's that meme of the girl well, like, like drinking her latte or whatever saying interesting. Oh right. my God. And, but like, that's not even from iCarly. It's just the same actress. It was from Jake and Josh. How do I know this? Oops. Jesus Christ. Yeah, anyway, uh, no, right, I know, it's, like, the the nostalgia factor of, like, reboots and stuff, like, I just, like, never bought into it, so I, I can't imagine a, the type of person who would, but, like, there's so many, and, like, Fuller yeah. House and, like, whatever, like, it's just, well, like, I generally don't know who watches reboots. Yeah, I mean, like, you Honestly, said yesterday, Sean. I, they make me upset, like, I really hate the gossip. Yeah. It's so- oh, I have not watched any of it. Have, no, did you I watch it? I turned it on for a second, just, I wanted to know what the vibe of it was, you know? 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, so the vibe is like, I don't know, a Euphoria ripoff, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I heard that the plot of that is like, first of all, Tavi Gevinson being like a teacher is like so funny to me because I like grew up on Rookie Mag and stuff and like the fact that like she's in it is so funny. But apparently like the entire plot line of that is like all of the teachers are Gossip Girl. And I'm like, don't you have a lesson plan to be like this? This not. And also like, this is just like more wokeification type shit. But like the fact yeah. that like they're all like diverse and bisexual and like light skinned is like ugh, yeah. literally no one cares. And like the whole like allure of Gossip Girl originally is like this like uh, oh gosh, out, like untouchable know. world that like you were getting this peek into of like these like privileged elite. elite. Exactly. And it's like, it was, I don't I mean, give it a was shit a... about bisexual light skins. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about gospel was that it was a skin. soap opera for teens. <laughs> that was why people liked it. Yeah, yeah. and it was like well, scandalous. Was like, oh, like, like if you look mean... at like the season one Gossip Girl posters where they're like, oh, like making out in a pool and it's like steamy and scandalous and like all of the taglines are like, don't let your kids watch. It's like, no one does that anymore. Like even that like sensationalist, scandalous, like, like a uh, CW sitcom. Like we can't even have that anymore. Like it's so depressing. Well, the, the actual, like, the actual gossip girl books are actually very scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I've read a they're couple. really, really sexual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Way more sexual than the show. So maybe you should do a, an episode where you just read those with a laugh track. And that could be, like a cool that's on the Patreon. That could yeah, be like, some, you can pay for some, that. Yeah. That's some only fans. No, um, yeah. no. You should, you should read the one I'm obsessed with is the one like Gossip Girl Psycho Killer, which is like a American Psycho version. Oh. I think maybe like like Blair is a murderer or something. Oh you, you can like Google it and like the the cover of the book is just the first Gossip Girl cover, but they're all they're all like covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, why didn't they have Brett Easton Ellis write the Gossip Girl reboot? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did she go to college? Somewhere. But I think yesterday, Sean, we were in a chat. I forget where, and you said like, "There's just no more new ideas." Like, yeah, I don't think there's that. Well, no, there's no more new ideas. Oh, for like, yeah, in terms of like, totally. Like, it's just like across the board, like just rehashing the same thing. And it's like, and I've like been thinking about this recently too, in terms of like fashion, because like, you know, like when we were talking about this, Sean, like the other night, I think, like about like like y2k like 90s like that kind of thing like coming back but it's just yeah, like young young people cosplaying like it's yeah yeah and it's like obviously like a, a completely like bastardized version but that makes it its own thing and like you know the 20 year cycle like all of that's like real but it's like like at which point like when does the new when do we make new stuff that they can have in 20 years because like i like i mean i don't actually know anything about anything yeah, but all the for my own vibe, but... all the two thousand stuff that people are LARPing is was like nostalgic stuff too. Yeah, because it's like from the seventies. Like they were wearing like it's actually from the seventies, and like the seventies stuff was like, like at least that was more cutting edge then, because like you know bell bottoms and like fucking jeans and stuff were still like new yeah, and like women were ripped off from sailors. yeah 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 exactly right <laughs> but like we don't even have that honestly like the equivalent of that now which is like gay and lame is just like skaters wearing workwear which is like okay workwear though is like a classic timeless like it can always be referred back to it can always be like part of your wardrobe and like always look good because it's just like made to last and whatnot but like are you, are you i don't see anyone garbage man coat 
No, but good point. <laughs> they just they just made a coat that looks just like what like a year. Oh yeah, and it's like the high vis, high visibility, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually cool. No, yeah, I fuck with that. Actually, like me and my friends were like talking about that like yesterday night. But um, uh, like I feel like no one. I don't really see what or how someone could invent like a new like blue jean. You know what I mean? Like in the 21st century. Like, but, like I mean, the bulletproof, bulletproof blue, blue jeans. Jean. <laughs> I think I think you just have, you have to pay attention to the Zentai suit. That's the new thing right now. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, like, hmm. look, we'll Kim we'll, we'll, we'll wear the Balenciaga Zentai Ugh. suit. And then, yeah. um, I don't know, Martine Sayre was showing Zentai suits today in Paris. So mm, mm. I, I think that's, the Zentai suit is the... The is new the hot thing. Yeah, like the Ion Pack kids. They're, they're bringing the Zentai suit to the masses. Don't mention competing podcasts on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for the day where I actually just see someone walking down the street in a zentai suit with their face fully covered that would oh, be yeah. so funny but like if everyone was walking know. around lower manhattan with zentai suits on yeah see that i would, would be i would go to lower manhattan less than i do now imagine going green one yeah so everyone can disappear Imagine going to Starbucks and like the barista's wearing a Zentai suit. I think that's actually a Wait, actually that would be so funny because like imagine yeah, like you were saying, like and you could just like block them out if they're all wearing green. Like let's just start making service workers (laughs) invisible. (laughs) (laughs) So you you can edit them out of your photos more. Yeah, edit them out of your your Instagram pictures. Yeah, exactly. This is okay. This is actually great. Now we're getting great stuff. This is someone needs to be writing this down. No, yeah, but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. I like, I don't know, like the, and, like back to like the gospel thing. Like, I just feel like there's just like this opulence and like, no one's like, I don't know, because of like, I don't know, post like Trump and like internet leftism, like whatever, like nothing's allowed to be like opulent and like expensive looking or like, you're not, you're just not allowed to be rich and like flaunt your wealth or like even like be interested in that as a concept. You have to like be like, oh, like, mm, like redistribute and like counter signal yeah. any sort of like display of wealth, which is like so bizarre to me. I don't know. Like, it's, not to get it's San Francisco. We have to blame San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck San, San Francisco. Francisco. Just destroyed elite culture in America. Is it, the, is it the San Francisco wasps? Or- <laughs> yes, it is. And they're, it and is. They're- and they're impersonators, like Mark Zuckerberg. Like, yeah. the only reason you know he's rich is because he has, like, uh, you know, a motorized surfboard. And, like... Right. You know that one picture like, of him and, where he's wearing, like, really the zinc on his face? Zinc. And he's, like, on that, like... He's on that, like, water ski, jet ski thing. And he's, yeah, like, the... like covered in white. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's wearing, like, the OG sunblock because he has that pale pale ginger skin that yeah. he protect from skin cancer but it's like that or like the the motorized like mountain bikes you know they just buy like really expensive outdoor equipment <laughs> they don't yeah, know what else like, to do yeah. yeah yeah it's really interesting like i don't know like the trends of like what wealthy people are like buying or like like nouveau riche versus like blue-blooded like what the trends of like like what's like hot in that sector and like fashion and just like stuff like like just like buying like outdoor gear and like you're not like 
Well, real Illuminati a lumberjack. anything. Exactly. Like, so I true. love I love like the English insult that someone looks like they buy their own furniture. <laughs> it makes sense to Americans, but it's supposed to be like, oh, well, like if you were actually rich, you would just inherit like a manor house with a bunch Filled of like with you a know, bunch of antique furniture, right? Exactly. Yeah, from like the 1400s. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And if yeah, you don't I'm- you can't recreate that. You really can't. It's really too late. Like if you're not born into it, it's like too late. But it's honestly like there's ways you can go about it that don't make you cringe. But like, I don't know, like honestly, like this brings me to Elon Musk because I have been thinking about him recently because like, you know, like all the Grimes, the breakup. Speaking of which, like Azealia Banks posting on her Instagram story that she was like cursing Grimes and then a week later the news broke that they're breaking up. Like She's really on her shit. Like, you think Azalea and Elon have a chance of like something? Azalea cooked her cat. What? She she did not cook her cat. She preserved the bones. (laughs) Leave her alone. (laughs) She She boiled her dead cat in like a. She didn't leave her alone. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) it was on her Instagram story. I know that was like so epic. That's very based behavior, Azalea. She's based. She's like a witch. She's a queen. I love her. But no, um. Honestly, like, Elon, in terms of, like, billionaires who, like, use their wealth, like, like, everyone loves to be, like, oh, like, I can't believe Grimes, like, used to have, like, anti-imperialism in her Twitter bio, and then she started dating no- renowned capitalist Elon Musk in, like, diamond mines in South Africa, and, like, bleh. and it's, like, honestly, yeah, whatever, same thing. Um, <laughs> same kids dying, I don't give a shit, but, like, the honestly like i prefer like a rich person like obscenely wealthy person like elon musk because that type of rich person like spacex like whatever like putting a tesla in space or whatever he's doing like that's just like honestly doing less damage than any of like the behind the scenes rich people that no one actually pays attention to who are actually like killing hundreds of thousands of people on a daily basis like if you're just like doing your like passion project geeky little like space project like go ahead whatever you have the money like spend it it's actually not that big of a deal like i would rather like we need more of like like he's actually like an eccentric wealthy person and like we as a society have like not carved out space for that type of person anymore like you're not allowed to be eccentric and wealthy and spend your money on like a bunch of random shit like people get so mad and I feel like this applies to a lot of different areas and like the collective attitude to certain like actions. People should be doing one of two things. They should either be building monuments to their ego, like Elon Musk or relaxing and letting the people who actually need to work for a living make money. Yeah. It's honestly like, yeah. (laughs) And like supporting the labor market. Exactly. By having fake jobs and buying up all the storefronts in Soho for their vanity boutiques. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really give a shit about Elon Musk redistributing wealth because he's just like, honestly, he's like doing his own, like go to space too, honestly. Well, I think also fulfill your five-year-old dream. Fictional. Right. It's, it's all not, like, it's not, it's not like, it's like, yeah, it's all assets and like his net worth is like whatever, like a, amalgamated sum. And like people don't even like, you can't even fathom the amount of money that like he actually has in his bank account. But, like, you also can't even fathom the fact that most of his wealth isn't material, like, in his hands. So it's like, why do you even care? Honestly, I think just How people should shut up. He, <laughs> he has, like, eight kids. I like that he has, like, a brood. A brood of children. Oh, yeah, he has a brood of children. Oh, you know what? I saw, like, have you seen how, like, um, like uh, Grimes' baby, like, calls her Claire? 
Oh yeah, That's I did see funny. that. I thought her name was C. When I interviewed her, they made me call her C. Did she go back? What? To- oh yeah, That's Sean, so funny. For a while, the Grimes thing. Yeah, I interviewed her while she was pregnant. I was in the presence of the. You mom. did? Yeah. I did not know this. Wait, how was the interview? <laughs> what was it for again, Sean? It was, it was for CR. Right, CR yeah. book. Or, yeah, yeah. For CR book. Uh huh. Um, she was pretty nice. I like chatting with her. She's yeah. She's kind of like she was pretty chill. She has like a list. She's right. Not, she's just kind of like you know, a smart like kind of like autistic person that wants to talk right. about her obsession. Yeah, she's just like autistic art girl, like classic blueprint. Honestly, her pregnancy was so interesting to me because like, and like I'm not at all surprised by the fact that her like she feels like such a foreign relationship with the word mother and like didn't ever tell her kid like the well, I word. Was, yeah <laughs> well, i just thought it was funny because like i don't know it, it wasn't all in the article but when i was like talking with her and whatever um i kind of like asked her about you know the baby and their plans with it and stuff she was like yeah no like we're not going to give the baby a gender mm-hmm. and we're not and we're not going to put it on social media and then i saw her as soon as they had the baby elon musk posted it and was like my son and i was like this is this is like the new classic like gfbf thing like literally like gender gender creative parenting gf gender creative (laughs) i have some friends with the same the same dynamic where it's actually slightly confusing because when I talk to well, like, people, they, they, each parent uses a different pronoun for the baby, oh which God. puts you in an awkward position. Jesus Christ. me and sean right right yes and uh and you're jewish yeah i'm a vanderbilt but we don't have to talk about that <laughs> that doesn't we don't have to talk about it um you related who, to I yeah he's such a bitch oh don't even get me started oh speaking of anderson cooper didn't you did you see like uh like earlier today i think i saw the headline on twitter that he was like i'm not gonna yeah get, not leave gonna any money to my child money. And it like someone quoted it and they were like, well, if you're going to buy a child sex slave, you might as well leave them some money. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is too mean. Um, <laughs> was Anderson, we were all smart, thinking he, it. No, he should have bought the um, the two daddy baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's this... the, I saw the headline. I saw the tweet, but I didn't read it. Why is he not leaving his kid any money for like? He's children? just like, I don't believe in like leaving children money. And I'm like, I believe in giving children money. Give me money. I'm a child. <laughs> Let's see what happens when that that fucked up kid grows up. He's going to be like, maybe we should. Honestly, (laughs) they're not going to make it. Rich people like, rich people like not like refusing to give their kids money is such a weird like power play. But like, it's like so bizarre to me. It's a very like middle class mindset way of like bringing up your kids. But also just like the sex slave comment <laughs> i mean it's like even funnier because it's like an adopted child right or is it sorry I, I think it's i think it's just kind of peak wasp 
Yeah, it, it's also very peak wasp. Very wasp. And like <laughs> I, his mom. I bet, I bet at the end after the he dies, there'll be a, a like, secret amount of money. Oh, of course. Like, honestly, whatever. Like, I don't believe he's anything just, anyone says. So. He doesn't want to raise a yeah. foul. Honestly, he probably just said that to divert the news feed away from the fact that Gloria Vanderbilt was like talking about like how badly she wanted to carry the child for him. That's creepy. So creepy. Letting but your her mom life, her entire life is your creepy. baby is worse than renting a womb from a dude imagine being Gloria Vanderbilt. Her life is fucked up. Like <laughs> uh that side of the family so cringe. <laughs> my dad used to work with her. She used to he used to work with her? Yeah what does my dad, dad do? my dad's a shoe designer and way back ah. like way back in the day. Like I was I was barely an idea, and I think he was doing stuff with her. That's crazy. She had kind of a good logo, that little swan. Mm. She's dead. Yeah, though. it's a good logo. Yeah, she's dead. I don't know. Oh, well, I Googled her recently. If, imagine her. if she died while <laughs> carrying the baby. That would be even worse. <laughs> oh, ew. Ew. Wow. Old pregnant women, honestly, gross. I, ew. I think the baby just pops out of the stomach when you're old. Can an elderly person carry a baby to term? <laughs> well, no, it just can go like alien. What is the oldest person out. to carry a baby to term? I have no idea, but I'm um, going like to Google it right now. Does it... For surrogacy? Well, I mean, Does but like anyway, your like... uterus work for that, even if you don't have eggs? Any... Like, oldest woman to give birth. Oh, 57. Boy. Let's see what the images are look, looking like. It's 57. Oh, uh, apparently, there's this really crazy... Um, like fertility specialist in the Upper West Side named Dr. Zhang mm -hmm. that does like all the like really insane like Gattaca baby stuff. Like he made a he made a baby with three parents. Oh yeah. He, he oh, made, like, a baby with two dads. That's uh -huh. so creepy. But you know what I was but, researching but apparently recently? Is that legal? Huh? Is that even legal? I don't think it's regulated yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, the two, I think the two dad the two dad baby I think is like. Something they've accomplished in the lab, but then they probably just like nuke the fetus. Right. Uh huh. Um, but I think the three baby or the three parent baby might have happened. I'd have to double check that. Mm -hmm. but, but apparently he's like just really interested in creating as many human beings as possible because he wants a creepy revoke the medical license now. He's like the, he's like the Elon Musk of fertility. <laughs> Fertility. <laughs> yeah, he like, he's like he's trying to help us colonize Mars by creating as many babies, Bre breeding babies in a lab. Yeah, nightmare. Honestly, nightmare. I was researching recently. Do you remember like a couple of years, like ten years ago, earlier, maybe I don't know, whatever. Do you remember like Octo Mom? She had like eight kids. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was like uh, right. That I found out from a TikTok recently that apparently, like, she like wanted like her fertility doctor was just like pumping her with uh eggs like without telling her like like he, he was just like doing it like she was the experiment and he was just like doing it <laughs> and just like just like trying to see how many children he could make this woman have at once which is like so psychotic um and like it's kind of bizarre like to think like how many how many doctors like i don't i really don't trust doctors but how many doctors are just like out there like doing freak shit for fun Probably we don't know about a lot probably most of them yeah, oh yeah sure. i don't trust doctors at all honestly fuck doctors i know i know most of the world is on this like oh my god we love healthcare thing right now because of like the that which shall be, not be named i just decided right. i'm not gonna I mean, ever I, mention I like what's going on huge yeah. drug addicts 
Yeah, that's true. Like, have you ever noticed? Like, it's like they all smoke and they're all like alcoholics. And oh yeah, you need a vice because you know what it is. I think being a doctor like destroys your soul, and it's different than like being a healer. Like, if you're someone who like dedicates your life to healing other people that's one thing but if you're like in the pocket of big pharma making like 500 million dollars a year yeah you're gonna be doing depraved shit and addicted to substances of course like you need to fill the void in your soul but i like live like really close to like a bunch of hospitals so there's like always doctors like everywhere like crawling with doctors honestly some of them are hot but you know i would never I think a lot, yeah, a lot of doctors are hot, but they're like mm-hmm. American psycho hot. Yeah, but it's like, but like not even honestly, not even cool American psycho hot because I can respect like a businessman more than I can respect a doctor. It's that controversial. Like, it's crazy to grow up and be like, what I really want to do is cut open someone's body and just like get in there. Yeah, like, and that's like, like that's like kind of a crazy it. aspiration. It's so like, bizarre. Yeah, I just like, like what's... crack someone's sternum open? You have to be a little <laughs> insane. Oh, definitely. It's so weird. And like, honestly, it's so fucked up too that like medical school, like you go through medical school for so long, but like so much of it isn't even like updated. That's like, why would I even trust this? Like you learned like, okay, you have qualifications from a prestigious medical school, but like that tells me nothing about what you actually know. You know what I mean? And like, these are people we're supposed to be trusting with our lives. Like, no thanks. I'll take my essential oils. And this is kind of a non sequitur, <laughs> but have you seen these like Instagram accounts where people sell human bones? Oh yeah. <laughs> of course you have. The Instagram Well, yeah, it's like a whole thing. Not even just, it's on like, before Instagram, cool. like they're like everywhere. Like they have, like yeah, they're I've big on Etsy. That. Yeah. Human ghost. Oh, who is that one guy Etsy who like in the make the pop and the Instagram bone? Yeah, reseller. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Depop bone resellers. Oh my god, those bitches are crazy. That, it seems like there might be bad incentives there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, who is that one guy who like had like the child's spine? Like, he was like, it's an ethically sourced child spine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think you can ethically. Source they made. Bone. He made a. He made a bag, Arnold Putra, selling you, ethically wh- sourced where, human child spine bags. So he made a bag. Because like it was like donated spine. to science or something. But yeah, like, but a, but a handbag isn't science. No, it's not. So it's okay. So it's like alligator. Okay, listen, listen. It's alligator tongue. So fucked And up. like, and like a human spine handle. <laughs> so just picture that, and. <laughs> Did the child say I give I consent to give my remains away to fashion? Definitely <laughs> not, obviously. But um Or is he is he arguing that design is a science? <laughs> so no, he was no, I don't think he argued anything. I don't remember this like whole scandal was like from a while ago. But he was like when he posted about the bag, he was like, all material ethically sourced. And the seller that he bought it from, like I have no idea. Like, it was so random. But like, so, like I don't even remember what the. Or it was like dead indigenous children or something. And like, then it became like a whole like racism, like scandal. Which is like, honestly, type feel like we're, like this. We're, like, why are we? Why are we funneling this into like the label of like racist and not just deranged and bizarre? Like, we're there. That's my problem. My problem with society today is there's no room for deranged and bizarre freak show happenings ever because it, it has to be like sanitized into this like agenda that's being pushed already about like 
you know. We're definitely going to find out one of these bone resellers is a serial killer. Oh, duh. Of course. I mean, I just Which, think all of the depraved good shit is just happening in, like, the back room now. Like, it's not on the feed, but I think there's tons of fucked up shit. Oh, but, no, I'm not saying that, like, there's no fucked up shit anymore, but I'm saying there's yeah. no space for it to exist as it is, you know? Like, it's not allowed to just be what it is. As soon as something right. crazy like this, like, breaks into the news cycle, it's immediately, like, uh, like taken for whatever agenda needs, like, the most, like, money at the moment uh, and, like, publicity. Um, but, like... It's like the same, it goes back to like, you know, like eccentric rich people, like just any sort of bizarre shit. Like it's just like all sanitized into this, like whatever, I don't know, what, whatever we live in right now. It's like this marketplace of just like the same idea over and over again, which is just like yeah. racism or like uh, misogyny cancel culture type shit but it's like can we not like let like freak shows be freak shows they've always existed and they're always going to exist like why are we pretending that like we as humanity like are like done with like freaks and losers and we're gonna welcome them into society and so like if you do anything against a freak or a loser you have to be canceled but like you know like the freaks can exist i like and i like how you honestly, define the best is <laughs> freaks and losers <laughs> well like you know what i mean right like i could go a little bit more so were you a mean girl in high school no <laughs> no i was a loser <laughs> i was just like online i had a reputation of like i found out later kind of that like everyone just thought i was like an indie girl like whatever and one time in high school so this girl like this girl was dating my friend and like we were like hanging out together and she was like oh yeah like I followed you on Instagram and I didn't know that like we went to the same high school or anything and then I saw you in the hallway one day and thought I was like having a hallucination because I thought you were just like an e-girl so I had a reputation as like an e-girl like within my high school but I also like didn't hang out with anyone or do anything I had like nine months of like a period where I had like a normal social life and like I smoked a lot of weed How are but like you did in contemporary high school is it, I have no idea. No, uh, I, it's way. Is it I mean, cool to be an e-girl or is it lame? I but like it's hard to answer that because I'm not in high school anymore. So you I were don't like, really know. You you were like a couple years ago. No, yeah, but it's also drastically changed because with what shall not be named and like TikTok, like because of 2020 everyone went online and like now every girl is just inherently an e-girl. You know what I mean? Unless you're like visibly like I don't know. Uh, Amish, you're just straight like you're just an e-girl by proxy. Uh, I think you mean a- cottage core. Oh my god. I almost said Mormon. You know what I've been looking into recently? Like the Mormon influencer industrial complex. That's been popping up in my feed too recently. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, of course. The first thing I thought of was like, of course, they're probably all being funded by the church because it's great publicity. But it's hilarious too that just like every influencer you can think of is like probably mormon if they're like falling into these like specific categories like but like lifestyle bloggers and like blonde hoes they, have to do to Hawaii. they don't smoke they don't drink they don't fuck so they need to get really into social media it's the they only fuck, vice, but they have it's the only legal vice they have yeah honestly yeah social media is clearly like a big vice and like it's interesting like i feel like there's a lot of like debate over like the evils of social media and like the evils of the internet but like it's never like 
I feel like it's just like intention, you know, because I don't feel like my soul is being sucked out by my Twitter account, you know, like I use the internet for good in my life. And like, it's led me here right now. But like, there's clearly, yeah, to Zoom. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Twitter to Zoom, Zoom with, pipeline. To Zoom with yeah. my millennial friends. The Twitter, my, the Twitter to Zoom pipeline. Yeah. The Twitter yeah. to Zoom. Honestly, up. yeah, it's true. It's true. But yeah, you know, like I use the internet and like it's been beneficial for my life. If I never had a Twitter account, I wouldn't be living in New York right now for sure. So like, it's just interesting that way. But like, t- there's totally like a social media, like, internet tulpa like egregore of like evil that like i don't know mormon lifestyle bloggers and other only fans whores like subscribe to you know like there's clearly like there's like people are using the internet in a different way than i am and like i'm cognizant of it every single day when i have to come across this and like you know there's normal people too who just like don't really understand the concept of like having an online persona and just like post their picture of their like family trip and leave which is like great that's like crazy because like those people are everywhere but simultaneously just like background noise but like you know like then like on the other end of the spectrum is like me and my friends and you guys, I guess, like understanding like how to use the internet and like, but not using it for evil <laughs> or like not right. like le- leeching your soul. Not openly like, evil. Not openly evil. Yeah. Uh, I renounce all evil. I'm like in a big is, God mood today. anyone just, an OnlyFans one prom queen yet? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked, but also like, I'm just starting to imagine, like, it would have to be a small, school. like, like how how do the teachers deal with like, uh, whores? students <laughs> having only fans? I mean, it's I, good I, question. I, I turned 18 when I was a senior in high school, um, uh-huh. so theoretically, you know, you could have a bunch of your students, yeah, well, all like having only fans. Are the teachers? Are, is it in like the teacher handbook that you're not allowed to subscribe to your students? Only Holy shit! I'm sure I've that's of, happening. Well, of course, I've heard stuff about like people's like old teachers from high school when they're like 19, 20, like being like, "Oh yeah, like my." history teacher from when I was like a junior just like subscribed to my OnlyFans but like that's like an interesting thing to bring up because like this the window of opportunity of like turning 18 as a senior and then like like it would be different if you were just like a because like there's so many women who just have OnlyFans or girls girls who just have OnlyFans and like like they're not popular you know they're just normal people but like if you had like a popular OnlyFans account and you were like a popular girl on OnlyFans while you were in high school, like that'd be crazy. But like there, it, it seems it's possible coming. enough because it's like, oh, definitely it's coming. Because like, there's like women or like girls, girls who have like followings of like hundreds of thousands of people on like TikTok and stuff. And like they're 17. And then like, as soon as they turn 18, they like already have the audience so they can just do that. Uh, but like- were there, were, there anyone, were there any people in your high school who had huge online followings? No, honestly, not that I know of. I think I'm probably the most influential. You're the most famous person from your high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you guys ready to cut the fucking small talk and get into it? Or like, did you want to know what this is? Uh, 
What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not go. my rodeo. All right, I'm going to, all right, so okay, let's let's get into this. So what, um, uh, what the fuck? Like, where's... <laughs> that is where's, not... Hold on, I'm not, I haven't even articulated my thought. Okay. Where is, where is Prince Charming and are you looking for him? Uh, what? No comment. No comment. This is a safe. I'm, this is your own house. You don't even have yeah, to. Yeah, this is my podcast. You Why can are you edit asking all me? of this out? Because you know, I'm just like, because uh, that's what I'm here for. So, <laughs> matchmaking. What do you have someone in mind? Oh, I just I sense I sense a low frequency pining in your Twitter. Oh post. well, you know, I've always had a brand centered around yearning. Um, that's always been part of it. Yeah. It's always been part. yearning. Yearning. It's always been like that. Especially, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Ooh. That's why um, I like to ask the heart. Why are, you're so creepy. Why I'm like inviting you as a girl on my podcast, and you're like, let's talk about boys. No. But you're afraid of you're afraid of groom. You're you're afraid of millennials. The oldest straightest guy. Oh, uh, me me. Hold on. Me afraid of millennials grooming me. Exactly. Have you met me? Right. My entire brand is grooming millennials. Yeah, I did no it to you. Shit. I no did it to you shit. too. Clearly, I'm not afraid of shit. I am the groomer. That's my um, point. So thank you for proving my point on your podcast. Okay. You are honestly, sometimes like you say things and I just like stand in awe at how like millennial, millennial you are. Like you just but say the most age. millennial. I mean, yeah, yeah I you swear. are. Honestly, what about, no, it's, what about no, it's, like nothing, it's not unexpected and it's, it's perfect. You know, it's actually, it's like very quintessential, but it's so hilarious to me. Yeah. I'm, As I'm, a, I'm a 39 year old <laughs> white guy. And that's who I actually am. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, you're yeah. so brave. Thank you for being here. You're so brave <laughs> for speaking up. Yeah, I'm not well, even joking. No. I just want to tell I my this... story. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is like an anti-cancel podcast with, you know, like, I just want to, you know what I need to do? I'm just like here to platform white men. <laughs> just kidding. I'm here, to, I'm here to platform yeah. me and the bitches I groom. So that includes you two. But uh no, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, no, I'm all about it. I love the fact that you're, like, very stereotypical. It's just hilarious. Like, one time you texted me and you, like, said something and you're like, it's very Matrix. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, that was Christ. very millennial. Like, that was, it was almost too much. I clocked but... that before you even did. I think I even was I know, no, that's I, 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 I knew, I knew, I was like, one. I know he knows that, like, him saying this is, like, beyond retarded. But, like, yeah. I just wanted to acknowledge it. So we oh, no, I'm, like, a self-aware millennial. That's the, I'm aware, I'm aware of those things and it's good to see them yeah it's good to see them and like isn't it terrible that we have like conceded to generational branding so thoroughly yeah i mean i don't know i feel like it's this way like not that long ago like no one in no one in like 2006 not the zoomer larp of 2006 but actual 2006 (laughs) yeah like millennials versus gen x you know what it is i think it's just like okay like generations are fake but also Gen X is very decidedly like the worst one out of the past hundred years. Um, no shame in that. Oh. Just like, just accept it. But like, I mean, Zoomer, Gen Z, whatever, is it's just like shorthand for teenager now. So what it is, is just like this whole like, like whatever people are rallying around generationally is just like teenagers versus adults. That's right. all it is. And it's like, literally, like if you see any like feuding, on like TikTok or like something like that. It's literally just like 30 year olds versus 
16 year olds. And it's like, you don't have to call it like a generational thing. You're just literally <laughs> being like going against a bunch of adults who are like telling you what to do, which is like natural. Yeah. I, I had a long conversation with a bunch of other washed millennials on um on Saturday about the word chuggy. Mm. And I was like, I and they're like, it sounds made up. And I was like, it I'm pretty sure it was something made up. And I was like, it just seems to me like something that like a young employee says to like make their like manager at their advertising agency feel insecure for being like slightly old. Right. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. in my head is like what chuggy is and it's definitely like you know a 22 year old who just hates their boss <laughs> yeah right. up with this word <laughs> yeah i mean it's so funny because like when like in spring when that word like started like popping up more and then like the new york times wrote an article about it or whatever like i literally never heard it before and i was like what the fuck are you people talking about and then i like saw it and then i was like oh i like i initially like understood but it's like so interesting because like if you google it the definition that comes up from wikipedia is like an, an American internet neologism coined in 2013. First of all, 2013, oh. very recent. But then it says the term is commonly claimed to have been popularized by Gen Z as a pejorative to describe lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s and millennials, which doesn't make any sense because like the Gen Z, like if it's coined in 2013, Gen Z is using it like in a retroactive fashion just to call shit that was popular in like 2012. Yeah, but it's interesting, too, because it's, like, people who, like, like, people, like, Chuggy is, like, a nothing burger to me. Like, it means nothing, and, like, it's just whatever, like, people's personal taste, like, being basic or not, like, what they see as, like, being retroactively basic, which is, like, stupid because a lot of the things that I see are, like, called Chuggy are actually, like, like, coming back and, like, gonna be popular in, like, the next year because of, like, the whole, like, hipster renaissance and, like, resurgence of the 2010s, like, like, that's happening now. That, like, people, like, I've been talking about it for ages, like, the past year and, like, longer, but, like, now I'm seeing it happen more and, like, it's all, like, American apparel, like, fucking, just, like, all this, like, shit that, like, was popular, like, 10 years ago that you guys, like, actually know intimately um and i just sort of like glean from afar it's interesting that it's like like people my age are like labeling it like chuggy when it's like you're gonna be like doing it again in like, there's like a bank the ad. next season but isn't there like you oh see i the saw bank the bank ad? ad yeah i've seen it so like, like i guess i guess for me like if i hear someone now say chuggy nine out of ten times that person is the definition of chuggy so it's right like, honestly it's yeah. full circle I'm like, oh, right, cause using just... the word, using the word chuggy is chuggy. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's actually a, a nice little, uh, uh, what are those, those fucking finger traps? What are they Tiny finger trap? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of moms and like, you know, a cocoa, like a Chanel t-shirt, like looking at their yeah. fingers and they can't separate them. <laughs> but like, it's, I don't know, like words like this, like honestly, okay, this conversation is chuggy. But, like, might not be. It's just funny that, like, people on podcasts talking about the resurgence of the word chuggy is, like, very six months ago. Um, and we're doing it now. But You're doing it now. I'm listening. But go on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, you didn't have <laughs> no, anything I was, to I was just using the term <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you on this. Like I'm with you. How the, the Generation Wars uh, invented, because yeah. it's actually just about, you know, 
people disliking other people who are in charge of them. Yeah, it's literally just teenagers. It's like I adults. hate my it's boss. Literally, yeah. it. It's, 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 it's I hate my boss, and it's I hate uh I hate adults. Like, cause yeah. like you have an algebra test in twenty minutes, and like you're sick of being alive. Like, okay, yeah, that hasn't been the common like, as, as if that's not just adolescence. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like the generational war is not a real thing. I feel like, like that's the wrong war. That, like that doesn't exist. It only exists if you pay attention to it, but that's like an, it's a meaningless like fight. There's I, nothing I there. I think there might've been an actual generation war in like the sixties. That seems like a real culture. Like, yeah, because there was like a war. Like, war Cause they were like, yeah, there was like a war and there was like the sexual revolution and like the civil rights control and, and there was like rights, real yeah. stuff happening. <laughs> now it just seems like, you know, it's just, it's, Everything is just media fodder. Yeah, because literally, here's what People it is. People need stuff to talk about on podcasts. They need stuff to yeah. make TikToks about. There is a war. About. Don't get me wrong. There is a cultural war, but it's not generational. And like any, it's not like racial. It's not generational. It's not gender. Like all of those things that people are focusing on that you would assume like at first glance are what like the culture is fighting about. But the deeper actual culture war is like, I have coined uh, the war on passion, which is just like the fact that all of these things are the surface level like discourse is is like just these dead end arguments about nothing. Like, and that's what consumes people's brains all the time. Yeah, it's and there like, to numb and divide. That's, that's what the war is. Like actively fighting that. That shit is raging on. Well, it's people, raging on. I think, yeah. I think people have like a false sense of causality about how this stuff happens because people think that like the news is what happens in the world. Right. When the news is actually just what the media ecosystem creates. Mm -hmm. like, like the term news was only created to talk about like what you could process through like the telegram or like the telegraph mm -hmm. ecosystem. Right in like the 19th century <laughs> um and it's just gotten bigger and bigger and faster and faster and it needs to manufacture more and more pseudo events that are actually more just about you know the technology that you use to communicate than right right exactly how do you fight in the right direction in the in the war on passion self like what do you think would be like uh you know constructive if there is a war going on like what do you well, do well i think a, like the war on passion is like it's like a war on taste and like people who have taste and people who it's just like the opposite of like woke stuff you know and like not to be like reactionary like just <laughs> like being like uh contrarian because it's not it's like it is contrary to like this popular media or whatever like whatever people are doing but like it's because like you know like true things like love and beauty and like god and like all of the nuances of the human experience like holding on to those ideals and whatever you're creating and like you know making sure that like there's space for like the gross shit and like the bad shit because like that's like not allowed to happen anymore you can't make media or talk about anything or like make art or be in a gallery like doing anything provocative because if you want to do something provocative as an artist for like the entirety of human history you have to do like reaching those edges of the human experience but like if you're doing 
everything now is like feminist, body positive, sex positive, but like you can't be positive about your sex or the body because those are like two nuanced experiences to be like funneled into the blanket statement of positivity, you know, because it's not positive. The sex isn't right. positive. It's gross and cool and like all these different things at once. And so like, there's no room for multiplicity now. It's all just like this sanitized like bullshit of like what, whatever fucking, I don't know, chuggy is like that <laughs> word. And the, the discourse around that word is like, that was a battle. That was like the spring battle of like culture war because little skirmish it's like no one cares about that and it's like a, i'm like then like honestly once the new york times writes about something that's like people are talking about on twitter it's like beyond over taylor lorenz, taylor lorenz does it again oh my God, I hate her so bitch, much. Man. you know she she but she wrote about my friend you know you stop. shout She's out to my friends she hears that you called her a bitch man oh i did i just called her a bitch you said Oops. fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, did you just black out? Like that was a very uh, impassioned statement. Well, it's just um, like it feels like it's always her that does that shit. You know, like, it is her. She's that. like she's honestly like the main one. But she, you Stop know, my it. friend Allie. Um, Sorry, Taylor. My friend Allie. Shout out, shout out, Alessandra at Blicky with two eyes on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, she. She was in L.A. this summer, and she was doing stuff for. Uh, for this crypto yayo that we were both like involved in. And like Taylor did uh, like a write up about like that week in LA, like crypto parties and shit like that. And like, there's a picture of Allie in the New York times wearing a trash huh. bag dress. Oh, yeah. um, so like, it's really funny though, that like, <laughs> like, like being a se the degree of like separation from this person who's like doing all these, like, honestly, like she is sort of the poster child of like everything i'm against <laughs> taylor that is because like okay Allie, I was like, why no 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 she's Allie is my i got you Allie's cool just because she's chuggy not no. even chuggy like just evil like i'm just like honestly because okay i think the worst thing you can be as a human being is boring like that's worse than evil because like it's just nothing and it's boring to me to like be a millennial that works in the new york times and write about internet stuff yeah. you know the way that it's that, the way that it's being done right now but the way she praises herself for like these, yeah like putting for like, the word. For like knowing oh you know word. what dime square is like yeah but she like put you're accomplished word. because of this like what, do? what what was it she made some word and it was like the first time it ever appeared in the new york times it wasn't chuggy it was something else recently and she oh. was like i did it i got it it was like like a very internet I forget what it was, but Taylor she was like, ce she celebrates her, like, there's like a win for her. She's like, oh my God, I got it. I think it was shit posting, actually. Oh, I was it shit, shit posting in the New York Times? <laughs> and I just, I just find it really, yeah, I, that's a, that's my reaction too. New York Times makes me sad. Like today I was looking so at their, the New York Times for kids. Instagram that exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just wow. like it's just like weird what's on there um well the first post that you see is like one of those kind of like you know corporate memphis illustrations of a kid with like an right. apple watch and like earbuds <laughs> um, and like the bubble is like saying like cases are spiking i wish we were uh, more restricted in school what did you guys hear that facebook was creating it like a kid's uh, focused app 
like an Instagram for babies, basically. Oh, so for pedophiles? <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, really, guys? You need to fucking do that? It's so... Ugh, the youth of today. Well, they, I have a brother and he's... Focused Instagram product? Like, literally, no. Their children are already on there. That's what I mean. It's fucked. Like, but, like, nothing really, like, breaks through because people dug out all of these, like, internal reports from Facebook um, about, like, their, you know, studies of, like, how it was actually affecting people. And they huh. had, like, a bunch of stuff where it was, like, ooh, yeah, like, we're definitely causing lots of body dysmorphia amongst young girls. <laughs> and, you know, they clearly don't give a fuck. Right. Um, but the irony is, like, these were kind of, like, pretty damning internal corporate documents. And right. just, like... Nothing sticks anymore because everything is so psychotic that, like, you know, it's yeah. like huge explosive revelation. But then there's like, you know, fifty other awful things happening. Right. Um, the like, and it's like the 20, any discussion of that. The twenty-four hour news cycle, like, like absolutely destroyed any sense of closure. It's like anytime there's a news story, like, it just pops in. It's like a headline for like sensation, yeah. and then like immediately moves to the next thing. And like, you know, this isn't a new like concept, but like, it's real so reason. insane. This is the real reason COVID is never going to go away. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, because like COVID is just like pure gold. Well, it's the it's same as so Trump. True. If Trump didn't leave oh, yeah. office, he would have just been a forever guy. Yeah, He's still yeah. dominating the media. Like today, did you, yeah. I don't know, today there was like the story about how, um, I don't know, whenever he was getting really upset, they had someone who, like, performed show tunes for him to calm him down. <laughs> Wait, really? That's true. Jester? Yeah, they called him like the, the music Jester man. Come out? Wow. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so awesome. You know what I love? Uh, the Diet Coke button. Still a huge fan of that. I want I need one. one. I want one, too. DoorDash. Just order that 12-pack from CVS. Yeah, I actually have one Diet Coke left in my fridge, so I'm probably going to go get some after this. I like your, um, fridge, your fridge picks. Is that, oh, those, my fridge I know, picks? Sometimes I didn't, I wasn't sure if they were yours, but it's like, you know. No, yeah. A packet of soy sauce <laughs> and like some water. Yeah. Um, right pickles. now, I mean, uh, yeah, pickles. I'm like, decided to stop eating for a week. Uh, so, but like right before I decided to, I bought like a baguette and uh, smoked salmon. But now it's just like in my fridge. But I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this right now. It's too much pressure. So I'm just eating pickle juice. Pickles and pickle juice and like drinking swigs of half and half when I get kind of hungry. Um, so we'll see what happens in a week. Um, how, are you feeling? Yeah. How, how far into this are you? Oh, just one day. Oh, how do you feel so far? I feel fine. You no. know how it is. I don't know. Do you ever fast? Um, not intentionally. Sometimes I'll forget to eat until like four or right. five p.m. and then I'm like, oh, I've been fasting today. Yeah, I like. I th- I feel like for men, fasting is very is oftentimes more spiritual, but like, and like for women, it's like diet, but like dieting is spiritual, you know, like fasting is spiritual yeah. all across it the board. It also gets you high. Your body it t- definitely. There's ketones, ma'am. You get yeah, the ke- I, I'm just up. looking to be in ketosis by the end of the week. <laughs> I'll, I'll join. Uh, That's what I think I need. Just get some okay, uh, MCT fun. oil. Yeah. Pickles have zero calories, and no one is talking about this. It's on your Instagram story. Uh, Thank you. I have some fun memories of, like, being co-dependent and anorexic with my best friend in high school and us competing to eat less. Anorexia really went out of fashion, but it's it's like an interesting I I believe that, just like everything from the early 2000s. Yes. Um, But it was really such, like, a media-generated 
thing. It was like like mm-hmm. cutting. That's like another thing that I feel like that was like really like might come back. Cutting is dumb though. Cutting is lame. Honestly, if you're gonna self harm, but I, I just I just think both of them are like they're really like uh, inserted into your brain by like the TV. Yeah, have I had a girlfriend who used to cut me a little bit. I know it's very <laughs> a very millennial thing to say, but um. Okay, so she was in a knife play or what? Oh, she was she was into cutting, but it was like this weird thing where. She would, you know, it was like her, she had her little ritual. She'd take her thing out and do like her little on her upper arms. And then she's like, you know, would go to my arm and go. And then I would get one. And then we would just like go do something else. But it was this like regular thing. I don't, I have one that you can kind of see. They're mostly healed. But um, yeah, that was my only. This is interesting. I'm just hmm. throwing out. I've never. Yeah, yeah I've never. Think of that meme sweet. of like the. It's kind of sweet. Like, well, yeah, it's honey, a it's ritual. Time for your, That's like. Yeah. Honey, honey, honey. 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 No, I did not knit anything or wear anything. So see related. I feel like Thank all you for stuff, asking. All when I was there, I was in high school when that happened. I was in high school when that happened. And like, oh my God, that's right. I was there. Yeah. And I was there with my mom. And then my mom, we were like literally in the middle of it. And she like checks her phone. And she's like, why did I just get a voicemail from your uh, journalism teacher that you're failing his class? And I'm like, let's not talk about this right now. <laughs> Wait, so did, did, did your journalism to... teacher make you go to the protest to cover it? No, it? I was just there with my mom, oh. and, and then he was just letting her know that I was failing his class. Honestly, regret taking that class. Horrible. But I then I just like dropped out of high school anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Always the um, I mean, I don't think high school degrees don't really matter anymore. They don't, and college degrees yeah. matter significantly Even less. less. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, well, no, college degrees matter more. Just if you need that extra help networking. It's, it's, yeah, if you need it. But like, you know, it's just like, I feel like the type of person who needs that, I like can't even fathom what, what it must be like to like operate on that level of reality. You know, yeah. just like, what do you mean you can't like be charismatic and everyone is obsessed with you and then you just make a podcast? What are you talking about? It's so easy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm playing life on I easy mean, mode, honestly, I guess. college is pretty fun. It's college pretty, is it's okay i always growing good. up i was always like i always like was like okay like high school experience that's in movies like is fake and that's like you do that stuff and have fun in college cool so i was always like okay college is like the escape plan but then like increasingly as i grew older i was like huh college doesn't really seem like the move unless you have like a specific career path that requires a degree and you know exactly what you're doing because otherwise it's like you and a bunch of other 18 year olds like being alcoholics and exactly. then increasingly I was well right but then I was like I have nothing in common well, you can't with do that now because COVID. yeah that's the other thing too so then I was just like oh it's just like all over so like I don't care <laughs> but like I'm honestly like, Americans don't know I mean because college is kind of cool it's like basically like four years of sleepaway camp in like a little like fake English village in the countryside and you and your friends just <laughs> like get drunk and take weird classes right. and argue yeah. and have drama and you know it's it's a good time yeah it seems i just there's i just a reason feel like why it's people, like there's a, there's a reason why it keeps getting more expensive because they just keep adding on like luxury <laughs> amenities <laughs> yeah 
we would stay at college forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, those the Frank Gehry buildings and rock climbing walls don't pay for themselves. That's so true. So true. And the we need... are like Google campuses now. It sounds exactly. like right. Probably, I guess that makes sense. I just I don't see myself ever going to college, and like even like my parents were like, "Oh, like you want to move to New York? Like why don't you just go to school in New York?" And I was like, "Ew," <laughs> because. It, like if I want to go to college, well, NYU is the ultimate I, I always, campus. Yeah, yeah, because the city is your campus. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But um, no, like if I want, <laughs> if I was gonna go to, <laughs> if I was gonna go to college. I would want like the brick building, fall leaves, like whatever, normal like campus type shit. But it's just we like this quintessential idea, like is just so much more of an idea than it ever was before and like with COVID and everything and then like I really just don't I mean I'm a precocious teenager um and I really relish in that and like me networking online and like making friends with like millennials is just like, like funny you're and like gonna get to play frisbee I can never go well yeah but like ew anyway I wouldn't never do that <laughs> i would never play frisbee what kind of girl do you think i am uh what about disgusting hacky sack? you would do hacky sack. <laughs> is hacky sack that i i bet it will be do you think it will be i don't know I mean, it's not I, don't know. I, I think kind of like hacky it's sack. too like involved oh wait i'm gonna tell you something really depressing so you're okay. gonna love this okay um, awesome i don't i don't i i like these girls but um i don't think they're gonna listen to your pod um i actually think they're college professors now but uh, when I was <laughs> in high school, I remember there was this, I was like friends with this group of like nerdy girls and I, I liked them. They were like, they were, they weren't cool, but they were like nice and fun to talk to. And like during our senior year, they all got really into Frisbee. And I was like, why, guys, why do you guys keep playing Frisbee? And they're like, oh, we're, we're trying to get good at it. Cause this is how we're going to make friends when we go to college. Oh, so they were my like, God. It, preparing <laughs> training I, I i think like like frisbee and hacky sack and those kinds of things were just like things that like socially awkward people like learned how to do to try to like because they thought they would make people. friends that way <laughs> yeah like well before before facebook and before social media <laughs> you know it's you just, had to have like a so strategy funny. to like encounter you're in like what's your in yeah yeah that yeah they're and they thought their in was going to be being good at frisbee well it's it's that's so retarded and like hilarious and depressing but it's like honestly like in any situation if you're like preparing to it's like you know what it is it's like um pickup artists that like teach autistic men through like youtube videos how to like talk to women it's like it doesn't actually like it gives you pickup lines but that doesn't actually teach you how to like actually behave and like engage with another human being on that social level because like you're trying to learn a social skill from a youtube video and it's just like lines and it's like the same idea it's like if you're not already charismatic and good at talking to people you're not going to like figure it out by like doing an activity you know well you know but there's a lot i mean i don't these are like lost arts of how to meet people yeah honestly pre-social media eras like even like like smoking yeah, Actually, no great, one even smokes great anymore. Like, way to meet people, bumming, yeah, like, asking for yeah, a lighter. Absolutely, um, no one does that like, anymore. It's disgusting. Having, Vapes having are disgusting. Pets, pets. having people, pets. Yeah, lots of people get dogs. Dogs. Too, like, I feel like I heard a story about like maybe it was Julian Schnabel. Don't quote me on this, but like some artist when he moved to New York, he like got a dog and would bring like a cute dog and he would bring it to the openings. 
because then like, <laughs> it was like easier to like meet people in galleries because people wanted to come over and pet the dog. Right. Smart. I mean, like these things are just icebreakers, but then you yeah. still like charming. And now, like, now it's like everyone has like, I mean, everyone's afraid, even more afraid than ever before to like be around other people or like this like instilled fear because of what should not be named. But like, it's just so like weird. And like the fact that like everyone who's in college, like a freshman in college right now spent the last year of their lives in high school, like online. And especially like in New York too, like, I see call like if I go down downtown and I like see groups of college students, I'm like, how is it like what are you guys doing? <laughs> like literally, what are you guys doing? I don't understand. Like, how are you living? Like, what's happening right now? As it's like also like going out and stuff is like so much more strict now. Um, like having a fake that matches your passport <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the logistics of that are so funny to me and like i just i have no idea i cannot like put myself in the psyche of a college student right now because like it would break my brain i'm really grateful that i just well, the funny totally thing, funny thing is that like by. new york used to be fun for college students because they didn't really id here though exactly and no, now much, it's like much less than extremely, in Los extremely and now like everything's on lockdown. Like it's so fucked up. I went to a I, I went to a dinner a dinner thing like two weeks ago, and they had their own COVID check in for like twelve. What? Years. Yeah. Oh, I went to one like that too when I was in yeah. Los Angeles. Pretty weird. That it's must like be the very, new LA thing. It was private, like private dinner parties with like a like a boutique uh, COVID testing service that like sets up a. You just get there and they're just like at the door. Yeah. In the hills. Uh-huh. <laughs> very pretty, chic. Nothing yeah. bigger than having a big Q-tip shoved up your nose before you go to a dinner party. Yeah. Gross. Honestly, nobody knows how to throw good dinner parties anymore. And no one knows how to throw good parties in general. I feel like there's been, like, because of, like, whatever people, like, going out again. And, like, everyone's, like, trying to recreate this, like, club vibe from before. But, like, mm-hmm. clubs are so over. Like, we need people to, like, have dedicated, like, be the person to step up and be, like, house party at mine and like be the house party house you have know you been doing that have you been the house party no why not because i live in a studio on the upper east side like no that's one's gonna perfect. come here that's the perfect no place i actually i want i have this like table and i want to like i would have a dinner party i just i have no chairs so, so that is the perfect location especially since you have no, it's, it's actually good if you have no furniture so yeah i love that Okay, then you guys want to have a party? I would. I would. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. I'll all right. Bullet, come to New York. Bullet train from. LA. Yeah, I mean, well, we can all sit on my my rugs. I have rugs, so <laughs> sit on my rugs if you want. Rugs yeah, I've been. I want nothing on them. Sorry. Go yeah, on. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just have this like oh, one antique table, but like Matthew will get this. Matthew will get this joke. I, Matthew, I told Soph that she should call her rug company HIV. Oh God. carpets instead of abc carpets wow yeah that's um (laughs) that's not that funny it's more of just like that's a good idea (laughs) yeah it's not funny it's It's just a good idea it's just a great idea yeah yeah i think people would buy an hiv card yeah but not for me sorry you got the right Um, idea but the wrong bitch can't use the wrong right idea wrong oh you're revoking my pass I I fought tooth and nail for this pass. <laughs> I'm just saying just it's a, it might be a marketing hazard. You got to pick one or the other. 
Well, I picked one. <laughs> <laughs> I picked. I'm, I'm gonna stick with. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with for now. <laughs> Taylor Lawrence, you're a fucking bitch. All right. Oh my gosh, that's later. your closing statement. Oh my statement. god. No, All right. Kidding. Well, that was a that, no. I mean, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, uh, but I thanks hope this for having. Viral. Thanks for coming. You guys, you guys are gonna take me down with you. Yeah, dude, you're changing. No, you're on. <laughs> this is like the biggest clout maneuver to be on my podcast. This is the biggest clout maneuver you can make right now. Up and coming. Oh, yeah. Like you want to get on the ground floor. Hell yeah. Internet, internet ingenue self. Yeah. Exactly. I'm. I'm the influencer's influencer. I'm like the it girl that nobody knows yet. It's it's great. Uh, the trash bag dress. Don't even get me started. Fucking fuck Vakara. We know fuck... where it came from. We know where it came. Yeah, from. yeah. You know, you know. Really, that's Wait, a big takeaway. You, you know, made you know. The trash bag dress. So no, well, like uh, like I was saying before, like my friend Allie wore it uh, in LA, and then Taylor Lorenz took a picture of her at like this crypto party, and so like it's actually her thing. But then like me and her were wearing trash bag dresses in Soho like two weeks ago, and then like Fashion Week happened, and my friend sent me the Vaquero show, and they had trash bag like looking gowns, and I was like, "Are you joking? It's over already." It's were already they, done. Don't wear a trash bag dress. Were the trash cool. bag gowns made out of trash bags? No, but there was like a vinyl, like black, like I think, okay. like, you know, like just looked like it. And I was like, I look hotter than this. And I did it last week. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's I think it's safe to say. Oh, but, but yours was made course. out of a trash bag. Yeah, mine was literally a trash bag that I stepped through and put the straps, like the handles around my uh, shoulders. So you, uh, you, and then one of those people like did you not see the picture like, i thought the silhouette no. on yours was better it, was it i used tape by, uh, to like cinch the weight like silver, it, yeah, silver playbook silver line i've not seen that movie i haven't either which i'm pretty proud to say what is that jennifer lawrence uh yeah Bradley and, Cooper? Um, yeah exactly yeah i haven't seen it i don't even know what the plot of that movie is no i didn't crash bags just, in it Wait, they what just, does that have to do with trash bags? Because they're you trash. Know people go running in trash bags to lose weight. Because <laughs> you sweat? Yeah, because you so sweat. And it makes, yeah, exactly. I've never seen that, but that's hilarious. Okay, so it's, they did it first. Totally Honestly. <laughs> it's for like, you know, um, like like kids on the wrestling team. Ew. Gross. Well, yeah, I was wearing a trash bag dress yeah, in Soho without a bra. <laughs> no, you you didn't. It's already over. Like, don't worry. We're just talking. We're this is like a retrospect at this point because as soon as I saw it in Fashion Week, I was like, oh, it's, it's done. They did it. It's they killed it. And then like later that week, uh, or like earlier this week, I don't know. Sometime recently, I saw a TikTok of this girl wearing a trash bag, but she put a corset, like. Mm. over it she's like wait i think i just did something and i was like Jesus you Christ. wish you did something uh, delete your account <laughs> just kidding. but it was like some like 16 year old girl and i was like oh shit like it's already here but like but yeah it's crazy being so upstream like it's really a mind fuck uh but you know now i'm like how do i capitalize off of this because i've suffered in silence for so long but that's what this is is me cementing my status as Whatever I am, <laughs> knowing everything, omniscient e-girl. <laughs> but yeah, but thanks for being here. Podcaster. Yeah. yeah. Ew. 
No, I don't subscribe to the podcaster label. Move, move over, Red Scare. Oh, There's a new I'm, offensive podcast. Ew. This is, be a new word. This is not a podcast. No. It's called Radio Bitch for a reason. It's just yeah. my show. <laughs> it's just my yeah. show. I don't want to be a podcaster. Podcast yeah. or lame? I, I actually agree with that because I think you can't what, call them that anymore. The, I don't get what's the distinction. It's just a show. It's just a show. It's just a it's show. Just, music and people just pretend on you're it. hearing yeah. it on well, the radio. Okay. Honestly, right. This is why you need to put a laugh track in so people don't know it's on. Okay, I'll put a laugh track in. Go ahead. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's the thing. But yeah. A show from a podcast is a laugh track. You know, <laughs> it's my show. It's my radio show. I'm the radio bitch. It's radio bitch. I want to. You have? Do you have a theme song already? No, I or actually like haven't figured out the music or anything yet, but um, that'll all come about. You will yeah. see what happens. Nice. Um, you can. I'll like send it to you, and you can like hear the first five seconds, and then awesome. you don't have to listen to the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a good talk. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys were on the inaugural episode. Shit, I'm excited. Shout out anything you want to shout out? I got nothing to shout. Sean, shout. Uh. No, I'm, I'm I'm blank. Anything you no. want to say to the people? Okay. Is this I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your show with base uh, mercantilism. Okay, I'll just cut it out anyway. That's like the, that's guys. a funny thing too. If, if you ask people to shout stuff out and then you just bleep it. That's yeah, <laughs> I'm literally gonna do that. I'm literally just gonna do. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, actually, yeah, great. I uh, really hope people check it out. Uh, you know. If you're listening right now, definitely check that out. And please, yeah. Please, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all going in post. But yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me on the Zoom. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, Soph. Bye, right. Sean. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>